0: Yes. yes! Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome! Let the filibustering begin! We're nearing the end of the year. Here on Mad About Movies, only one week away till we do our annual list episode. Top 10 best, worst movies of the year. Biggest letdowns, biggest surprises, etc. That'll be coming out next week. But luckily today... I set my alarm for 5.30 a.m. Pacific time,
1: fellas.
0: (laughs) Oscar nominations came out. I think it's honestly the reason they haven't done some kind of primetime thing is because they don't get those stories of celebrities asleep getting woken up with Oscar news. Because that's that basically carries us for the next two months is just all the nominees appearing on talk shows. So, So where were you when you found out you got nominated? you know and that's that that's pretty much the entire run-up so they were or,
1: if actors were and actresses were um football coaches they'd be like oh, i was already i'd already been awake for like four hours crushing film yeah <laughs> i was always crushing I, lines I, for my next in my project in three four weeks yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get, I get in the facility at 1 a.m
2: yeah as a member of the west coast <laughs> illuminati I'm, I'm pushing next year that we just do it at a reasonable time like 10 a.m. West Coast time, and the rest of you can just wait until lunch. You know, it's fine. We do not need to get up this early for that.
1: <laughs> it sounds fair. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are all coked up and sleeping till 10 anyway, so we can still wake everyone up.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, they're true. up yeah, all night sure. anyway. Uh, that's the voice of of Batman, Shane, aka. Uh, you you told me beforehand you want to be Banshee of Inishshiran, Shane, from now on.
2: <laughs> Bans- Banshee of Inish
0: Inishshanan. We'll go In with that. about that? Okay. That was, I, I messed that up. My bad. That's a
3: lot better than January 6th, Shane. Which was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was I was Ryan. not going to call that you that.
0: No matter how much you wanted to, I was not going to call you that on, on air.
3: <laughs> they called
1: him the uh, January 6th Shannon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so excited you're here to, to break this one down with us. Shane's going to be joining us for Curious Case of Benjamin Button. He's 15 years old. Throwback talk. In uh, the VIP feed coming up right after this at the after party. So get excited for that VIPs and uh, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP to, to check that episode out. But um, we're woken up today with Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams, who's having a moment because of Megan having a moment. So she is uh, she's along for the ride to to announce these things at 530 in the morning. And uh, I joke with you. I, I I slept all the way through and, and checked the list when I, when I woke up. I think like like most people do. Disney Plus had the exclusive on this one for some reason. Don't know. Don't know why that that is. But you had to watch watch this one on on Disney Plus. Did you wake up the wake the kids up for this one, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Because women talking around, might get children. nominated.
2: Yeah. Wake up, Coop. <laughs> Because Disney has the rights to it, next oh, year yeah. Netflix is going to offer ten billion dollars for the rights to stream this ceremony. <laughs> Not the Oscars, just the name reading part, just the five a.m.
0: part. <laughs> sure, yeah. So, uh, so there, there we go. That that's the way it went down. It's the 95th Academy Awards. This one will be uh, held in March on the 12th of March. So we got a, a while to go before this conversation fully ends, unfortunately, but. Don't worry, we'll move on to 2023 movies after next week's episode. We'll get on to some uh, some current releases here pretty soon. This will be hosted by James Jimmy Kimmel this time around. For the third time, he's done the 89th, the 90th, and he's back from the 95th post-slap Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sure they'll have some stuff up their sleeves, and I think that's probably a safe choice. airing on ABC, Jimmy Kimmel is their guy uh, to do it. And, uh, you know, you know what to expect when when Kimmel kind of hosts. So I think uh, that's probably what they <laughs> wanted this time around. It's like, can we just know what to expect and not have any kind of unforeseen things happen? I think that's probably the goal. But, uh, Brian, when you woke up today, saw the list, what was your first impressions of the nominees?
3: You know, there weren't too many surprises, Um so I guess that's really that should be the thing that we should just be like, yeah, it's fine. Um there's some weird stuff here and there, but like I finished and put up my uh, ballot like like two hours before this thing, uh, like the actual nominations came out, and talked about in in the little piece that I wrote about how, because so many of the what we would typically consider to be Oscary kinds of movies because a lot of them, didn't really uh, reach what they were expected to reach as far as um, critically or or certainly with audiences, but like movies like Armageddon Time and and White Noise and Babylon and whatnot that that weren't as good or weren't as Oscar worthy as we probably guessed coming into the year, it really did leave a lot of room for um, for blockbusters to carve out some space for Top Gun Maverick and. Uh, Black Panther Forever, Ron, Wakanda Forever, and and a couple of others to uh to get some some room here at the table, which is great. I like that. Um, I know that there's there'll be some that do not like that. Um, that that feel like this is not a coolest movie award. Um, or or biggest uh, box office award or whatever else. But Yeah, the the. I think that it's it's kind of cool that 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 some of these movies have to have uh, have grabbed a spot here instead of just like, well, yeah, it wasn't that great, but Armageddon time is the kind of movie that wins Oscars or is it nominated from Oscars, so we just we kind of have to do it, you know. Instead, we can just say, right. no, we 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 don't have to do that. We could we could just we could say Top Gun Maverick's great because it is, and we could roll with that. So I I dig that. I, maybe that I think that's probably my biggest takeaway. There's a couple of little, if you want to call them snubs or. Or whatever. Um, And then there's, I think, I think every year there'll be a, a movie or two that I just have to say, I don't get it. And it's maybe it's just, it's not for me. I don't know. But like, I don't really get this. But but I think this year for most of those movies, like I had, I knew that this was like, I don't understand Elvis at all. Like, I think that movie's not good, but I knew it's going to get a bunch of award nominations because i can read and i'd seen you know all these predictions coming out so um there's maybe one or two things that i would say we can get out of like hey what the heck happened here but for the most part i think it was like relatively expected
0: yeah what about you richard just overall thoughts on the on the list you were up early uh texting us about it too so uh you and i were were kind of the early risers reacting to this of the group yeah
1: i was just wasn't in bed yet you know kind of yeah. on the edge like that more um, no yeah i mean it it was a it's one of those years where i think it 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 made itself clear as to who was contending for this pretty early um with maybe a few each category maybe had you know the fifth and sixth spots were up for grab or the fifth spot was up for grab between two things so you know at sometimes i feel like they made the right choice sometimes they didn't some things were left out. Like I feel like woman King should have gotten a little more love. Mm -hmm. I was actually a little surprised like Babylon's kind of movie that they like love to nominate and not give any awards to, but just say like, Hey, that was a peck of a swing. So we're going to give you some, a few nominations, but it didn't get as many of those as I expected. So, which I'm fine with, I'm not disappointed by that, but that's just a movie that the Academy seems like they would at least reward the effort (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. participation trophy. But yeah, I think uh, on the whole, I thought they did a pretty good job, and the ceremony. Uh, yeah, I loved Riz Ahmed and, and Allison Williams. Actually, did a good job with that. That's something that's been done well before and terrible before, and so terribly before. So that was that was fine. And uh, yeah, I somehow like, and I'm you know probably just small infinite home brain, but I didn't know Kimmel was doing it again, or I had forgotten until this mm. morning. I was like, oh,
2: or
0: man, you just didn't can, care, right? They confirmed him like a lot, like. In May of last year or something. It was okay. a while ago. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. um excited. Love, love how he does these. The first one was certainly better than the second, even with all the chaos. Wait, or maybe because of a lot of the chaos at the end. But, yeah, I'm excited for what he can do. And I think, you know, I see your point, Kent, that they want to um, kind of <laughs> maybe go back to a known quantity after the ma- madness of last year with Will Smith. But, like, if anyone's just going to needle that... <laughs> for three hours (laughs) and just keep bringing it up it will be jimmy kimmel so um that may backfire on them a bit because there's nothing that brings that man more joy than a bunch of people in tuxedos backstage
0: uncomfortable god you know kimmel's kind of nearing the end of his career what if that's the way he went out of abc just
1: completely (laughs) he just (laughs) signed a three-year deal um for like all the money apparently but like uh Yeah, I don't think he cares much about the, you know, the Oscars are that weird independently produced thing that ABC just kind of pays for. And I don't think he's a huge fan of it. And when most people aren't a huge fan of it, they just kind of sulk. And Kimmel's kind of like, well, how can I mess with these people? Mm -hmm. Because he's wired, you know, he's built different as it were. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog. Right, Brian?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think think ABC thinks, you know, since Kimmel's. Under their umbrella, that they're maybe safer. But you're right, Kimmel. Kimmel is probably gonna gonna go off the script a little bit with some of his jokes. He's gonna slap Matt
1: Damon. I mean, I think we can all <laughs> just be ready for him to That's slap Matt Damon.
3: That's true.
2: It yes. would be funny if someone presented a special award to Chris Rock and the trophy was a football helmet. I think that would be funny. It would, <laughs> it would not fly over well, but it would be funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Shane, any reaction to to the nominations uh, when you woke up? No, you know, I mean,
2: look, Brian and Richard both said it well. There, there really weren't a ton of surprises this year, right? Some years, I feel like two years ago was one where it was like every single award show the the nominees were different, and it was like, what is gonna, what is happening? Like everybody likes different stuff. This season, it felt like. The same ten, twelve films were getting nominated. So there wasn't really any major surprises. Although I do agree with Richard, I'm surprised that Babylon did not get more just nominations, because it just feels like a very Oscar-y movie. And I guess I I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't a little surprised that Avatar got nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but uh but perhaps that's just me. Um but no, I don't think that there was any I didn't particularly see any snubs. I mean, people always talk about snubs and it's like, guys, there's five nominees, that's it. Right. I mean, except Mm -hmm. for best picture, it's like there's five nominees, everyone on planet earth, except for five people got nominated. It did not get nominated. So it's not a snub. It's just, Mm -hmm. you got to whittle it down to five, but yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. There was nothing that particularly, you know, made me kind of do a double take as I read through the list when I woke up, it felt like, yeah, okay, cool. This is kind of what we all expected. So um, have have, uh, any of you guys seen all of the movies yet or, or, like, are there a bunch that you're missing, or are there, or did I thought I had seen?
0: That? I thought I had seen all the ones that were going to be nominated for Best Picture. I'm like, well, guess I got to watch Women Talking now when I can. <laughs> you know, so I, yeah. that's the yeah. one that I hadn't gotten to uh, of the list so far. Yeah. So there's still one, um, but but yeah, I would say in general the field of nominees this year is pretty. Generic when it comes to um, mainstream cinema, I was impressed that they they were kind of so broad in in the amount of different kinds of movies they included. I think the big winner here, or the big shock of the day, is all quiet on the Western Front, taking uh, nine mm-hmm. nominations uh, out of this thing, which is a you know a Netflix Germ- German language war movie, which is great, but anytime it's the second most nominated movie of a year. That's a that's an impressive feat. And so it felt like it it's got some kind of some parasite momentum there. It's like, mm. yeah, it, it doesn't matter if it's foreign language, if it's the best movie of the year, then let's give it let's give it the nominations if it if it's really it deserves it in these yeah. categories. So we got it got nine nominations along with Banshees. And then Everything Everywhere led the entire field led with it. eleven. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, which is awesome for Huge. A24, the Daniels, yeah. you know, all involved in in that one. Go back and listen to our review, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week. But that seems to be the favorite right now. Uh, let's get to the categories. Let's get to the nominees here. Best picture. Mm-hmm. We'll start there. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar. Shane did get a a best picture <laughs> nomination. Banshees, Elvis. Everything everywhere, Fableman's, Tar, Top Gun, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Mm-hmm. Is there any that were left out of that field that you guys feel maybe deserved a a Best Picture nom? I'm surprised Pinocchio oh. maybe didn't get in, knowing the Academy's yeah, Pinocchio's love for Pinocchio is really good, man. It is great. Um,
3: it was very. Good. Yeah, I was. I was very. You're talking about, about uh, Zemeckis' Pinocchio, right? Uh-huh. As I am. Yeah, big. Uh-huh. Big Zemeckis head over here. Which of the Um, seven Pinocchios this year was it? (laughs) It's
2: the Russian produced one. Yeah. The one that's real blocky. Yeah.
1: Cool.
3: Uh Yeah. Um, The uh, look, I'll quiet on the Western front is great. Um, I watched that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe two weeks ago and it's, it's only come up in my estimation. Like I, I, it's, it's stuck with me. Um, I think it's, it's fantastic. I think it has a chance of winning also has one of the best dubs I've ever seen in my life. Like, Cause I hate reading. I know it makes, me Oh, no you didn't do subtitles. Time. I didn't do the subtitles cause I can't watch a three hour movie on subtitles. I can't do it. Yeah. Like it's just, it's not, not at home. It's not going to get done if I have to do it that way. So i usually in that situation, like I'll turn on the dubs and just see how bad it is. Um, that one was incredible. Like you would never know. And most of it that it's, that it's dub. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, Netflix um, does a good job with that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did a really good job with that um i'm a little surprised like glass onions not in here i thought that had enough buzz that it might pick up the nomination and it would have been on my list i haven't seen women talking i've seen the rest of them and i'm a little su- like rrr also had so much buzz but then india didn't run it as the official um movie of, of india or whatever so it was having like independently campaign i don't know that was a little bit that was a little bit weird, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think this is relatively what ex- what I expected. Even if it would not necessarily be my be my list, Triangle of Sadness, especially looking at you, not not a fan. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I, this is about what I expected.
0: Yeah, Triangle of Sadness did win the the Palme d'Or at Cannes right. this year, so it, I think it did have that going mm-hmm. for it within the critic circles, and uh, and you know Woody, everyone loves Woody Harrelson, so. <laughs> Yeah, you know anything? But when when now now you see too me too Woody's. got nominated for best picture. We all knew why. It was because there were two Woody Harrelsons. <laughs> I mean, look, it it would be
1: You got two, yeah, too, too much Woody.
2: <laughs> I let me look to keep it on brand for me. Like I, you know, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, but it would have nice to have seen the Batman get nominated for best picture. I thought that movie was great, and it just gets mm-hmm. better every time I watch it. Um, certainly better in my estimation. Certainly than better than Avatar in my
0: opinion. But, yeah, that's
2: yeah. what I was gonna say. Like, I mean, just screenplay alone, like the the script yeah. of that movie is really, really good. So, I yeah, you know, so disappointed to not see it on that list. But it's not like I'm gonna start a campaign or anything. Like, I, I get it. They, the Academy, generally speaking, does not like superheroes. So, if you make a superhero movie, you have to know you're not gonna get nominated for you know pupus.
0: Yeah, I think Brian touched on it off the top a little bit where. This year, just a lot of the Oscar Beatty movies just came and fell out so hard that mm. the Best Picture field of 9 or 10, I feel like they had, uh, you know, the Everything Everywheres and TARS that fit those categories. And then they were left with like, all right, well, what else do we nominate here? <laughs> because everything else is bad, you know, the Amsterdam's and Armageddon Times and and all of those that came – so hard and we're going so hard for this and just didn't, didn't hit the mark Babylon too. uh, I'm sure thought it was a a shoe in for a a nomination for best picture too. And it did get three nominations, which we'll get there. But um, that one's a, that one's a little odd too. It's weird to see avatar getting a best picture nomination without James Cameron getting a best director nomination that stuck out to me too. So it looks like it doesn't have a chance. At best picture, it's just a good job nomination, <laughs> like we see you <laughs> nomination and thanks for the yeah. two billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah we see that you made two billion, million. so we support that kind of nomination, and then that's it is what it is. I don't know. Should we let's we're gonna do official man predictions. Let's do an official man prediction for for best picture. I think Banshees has has momentum. In my opinion, it's gonna be Banshees or everything everywhere given the fact that everything everywhere just has so many nominations. So it's a toss up in my opinion between the two, but I would have to lean banshees. What about you guys, Brian?
3: I would lean banshees. Um, but I do think, I don't think tar has a chance. I don't think triangle of sadness has a chance. I don't think women talking has a chance. I don't think avatar has a chance. So, you know, that was that five, I think five movies. I just said, I, I, I would like to think that Elvis doesn't stand a chance, but maybe I'm an idiot. I don't get it. God,
2: I don't get it. You just, you just you just don't do enough coke, my man. That's why you
3: didn't get that. Movie. Well, neither did Boz Lerman. He ran out halfway through, and then he just turned into walk the line. I don't. Oh my god. I I will never. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, walk the line. So then it's just it's just a war of attrition from there. I the I think everything everywhere has some real numbers. momentum on that front, and the Fablemans is going to look awesome on screeners. Like that's not going to. That's not going to play poorly, you know. The way Top Gun Maverick might, I guess, comparatively. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I think there's several, several movies that have have a chance here. Banshees is the one at this point that I would, I would put my money on if, if I had to put money on it. So
0: two votes for Banshees, uh, Richard. Any, uh, any thoughts there? I, I'm assuming you would pick Banshees as well.
1: I'm gonna go everything everywhere. Hmm. Yeah, I think that, uh, I think a lot of people, yeah, I think that'll get some momentum there. I think that'll be, uh, I would probably vote Banshees, but yeah, my prediction would be everything everywhere. That's good.
0: Uh, So I guess we'll we'll say Banshees will be our (laughs) official show prediction, but yeah, that one is such a toss up this year.
2: You guys are optimists, because I because I would like to see everything, everywhere, all at once win. Because that movie was great. I also, it sounds like I like Tar a lot more than you guys did, but so I'd I be fine with that. But I'm just the pessimist in me is saying that just the Academy's going to Academy and they're going to give it to the Fablemans. They're just going to be like, "Yep, it's Steven uh-huh. Spielberg. He made a movie about making movies. It's the best movie of the year." Not that it is, but it the that. Academy's
3: going to say that. So <laughs> That's an optimistic I was take. I like man, that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know, dude. I can see the writing on the wall.
3: Yeah, I think. Look, I think Fableman's plays very well to the audience that's voting on it. Obviously, um, like I said, it'll play well on screeners, which is a part of this, an important part of this whole thing. Um, and I mean, look for me, there were five movies that I thought uh, were all. I I did my bow almost in tears. It was like like not I'm crying tears. Like this is tier 1, this is tier 2. Oh, oh I was like all... I was like man, you take this personally. <laughs> yeah, dude. I take it very seriously, Shane, you know I me. Mean? It's <laughs> like, uh, like doing yeah. his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so, you know, I th- I think there were there were 5 movies that were that and they're all I think they're all nominated. So it I could I could go I I think that that they all are Um, There's a lot of deserving options there. So I can't be too mad about any of those, those five movies ish coming out ahead.
0: Well, a couple other notes here. Best director was the Daniels, uh, Todd Field for Tar, Martin McDonough for Banshees, Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. So given the field here, doesn't feel like triangle of sadness or tar have a chance at best director over Martin McDonough, the Daniels or Spielberg. I mean, it it kind of feels like whoever wins that could, could also be, you know, be the, the link to best picture, If the Daniels win that and don't win best picture. I'll be surprised. And same with Spielberg and, and McDonough. So, um,
2: I feel that like they usually feels- split it, though, right? If It feels like whoever wins director, they're not going to win best picture. Because I feel like most Academy voters are like, oh, okay, it's Spielberg. He's the best director. That's the highest this is going to go, and Fablemans is not going to win best picture. I could be wrong, but I feel like that usually happens. No? Do you guys recall? Cause it just feels like the Academy voters like to spread the love around a little bit, you know what I mean? Where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we got ten movies that are good this year, so Steven, you get director, and that takes care of Fablemans. Okay, yeah, you know, last Babylon, year you get costume design, and that's your kind of thing. Last year Targ. was
0: was Camp Campion for Power of the Dog, but Kodo won. But the year before that, Chloe took both. Mm-hmm. Nomadland and and, and Parasite and, won both as well. Right. Gotcha. So I, you know. Eh, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But then the year before that was Green Book and Roma. So I think it can go go either way, but I can't see Spielberg winning Best Director and then Tar winning Best Picture. I just I just can't, you know? But maybe that's the way this, maybe that's indicative of the kind of year we had.
3: Yeah, I could see Spielberg winning Director and Best Picture going something different. Yeah, uh, I'm with Brian there. But I, I could also, say, I mean, look, I, I could def, again, I just, I think there's a lot of, I can't really argue against McDonough or the Daniels or Spielberg personally, Um, and I like Tar as well. I'm not Tar would have been like Tar is is in contention for a top ten spot next week for sure. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Avatar, right? <laughs> Both, <laughs> yeah. Combine them together, blue cape cape yeah, Blanchett. We now going. we're talking. Yeah. All right, let's go to Best
0: Actor, Austin Butler, Elvis. Colin Farrell, Banshees, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, first time we've said that movie name today, mm-hmm. Paul Mezcal, After Son, another one we've said for the first time, and Bill Nighy, For a Living, another one. So mm-hmm. Best Actor seems to get the uh, only that and, and nothing else nominations. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, think for we yeah. we talked about this in the summer. Right. I think I predicted this. Austin Butler. I'm still going with it, guys. I still think he wins.
3: Nah. Um, I don't. I think this is a Farrell Fraser thing here. I haven't I'm gonna see the whale on Friday, I think, and I'll be able to knock that out. Farrell on my ballot, I said, Look, I think Farrell, again, having not seen Frazier in the whale yet, Farrell is so much better than everybody else in this field this year. Um, and it's a really good field. There were 10 plus like very good performances that could have, that could have got a spot here. I think including like some of our favorites, like, um, like Daniel Radcliffe for the weird owl movie and, uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler got a SAG award nomination. You know, I mean, there's, there were lots of good, of good performances here. I think Pharaoh is so far ahead and, and way above everybody else in this field personally, and I think that's probably where it ends up, but but I do think there's some there's a real chance that that uh, that it ends up being Frazier. I like, would like uh, that
1: Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Haven't seen that one yet. I don't know if anybody's been able to see that one movie
0: yet. Finally, Frasier is getting some Oscars because I thought it was one of the best sitcoms of the '90s. We played the show. <laughs> Yeah. I, people are look, coming around on Fraser in 2023. No, That's great. Oh, dear
2: god. Uh look, I have not seen the whale yet, but the people I know who have seen the whale talk about Fraser's performance like he single-handedly invented acting. Like they're <laughs> that like blown away by it. So, I I agree Brian that that Farrell is awesome in Banshees of Inishirin, but I think that a lot of the brilliance in that performance is the script. So I feel like, again, if the Academy's going to if the Academy's going to try to split votes and kind of give everybody a trophy, I'd put my money on Frazier and then screenplay is a shoe in for Banshees of an in. Mm.
0: I could see that. Uh, yes, yeah. best screenplay nominees were Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Fableman's Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. It feels like original, a, right? Original, yes. And adapted, Brian did have Glass Onion, so Ryan got a nomination yeah. for adapted
3: token nomination kind uh, of.
0: It would have been fun to see Daniel Craig get a best actor nomination. Some point, we need to just say thank you, Benoit Blanc. We love you.
1: Is that adapted because of this? It's a sequel.
0: Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm reading an yeah. article based on, on that characters right now, created yeah. by Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: That's dumb. That's different than adapting something. Yeah, I
2: I completely agree. I was thinking
0: the same thing. I was like, that's adapting something of your own. Yeah, (laughs) that's very odd. That's the way. Same with Top Gun because it was a sequel. So we got adapted.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's a Tolstoy novel, dude.
0: (laughs) War and Peace. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, talk about those two. Adapted was All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun, and Women Talking. Uh oh, maybe All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Glass Onion? Uh, Top Gun. Isn't uh women talking uh based off a of play? Based on the novel by Miriam yeah. Taves. Oh, okay, I was
2: gonna say if it was based off a of play, boom, there's your winner right there. So
0: I th- I'm pretty sure All Quiet on the Western Front would would take that, but that's another maybe a Top Gun. Maybe it's Top Guns Night. Maybe it wins that and Best Picture. Boom. All right. A couple others here. So Best Animated Movie. Marcel the Shell got nominated. You guys see that, right? I did, so, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I couldn't can't get over how they animated that. That was a very, that. very yeah. interesting way mm-hmm. of animation. And Guillermo's Pinocchio also nominated. And then Puss in Boots, The Sea Beast, and Turning... Red from Pixar. Then we have best original score, Shane. All Quiet on the Western Front. Babylon, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, and Fablemans. Let's go Babylon yeah i was gonna say out of all
2: those scores the only one that i even remember is the i mean babylon had like a really propulsive like jazz theme it's in the trailer that like Mm -hmm. like it's a great score so i i mean my vote would be for babylon and i would bet that that's probably gonna win too
0: yeah best cinematography bardo which was the ignoritu movie that kind of was another one that didn't do as well as they had expected. Got nominated for Best Cinematography, as did All Quiet on the Western Front. Elvis, Empire of Light, because Roger Deakins shot it, which is the Sam Mendes uh, movie, That another one that we thought was going to be bigger. And Tar. I can't believe Top Gun didn't get nominated. <laughs> yeah. For literally no. inventing Seriously, cameras to put in so jets. Stupid. And Avatar. God. How can... <laughs> so how stupid. can... <laughs> Freaking Life of Pi win this award, and Avatar not even be nominated. That's unbelievable. Well,
2: look, I'm with you on Top Gun because, again, that like the the fact that they strapped cameras to these planes and they did all mm-hmm. these this wacky stuff. Like, I get it, but Avatar, that's not cinematography to me. It's a, that's all computer screen stuff, right? I'm, that's what I said. Saying- Life of
0: Pi won the award, though.
2: Yeah, well, that was stupid, and it shouldn't have won. That's uh, yeah. I mean, that that yeah, that should be stricken from the record. Whatever the second runner-up was from Life of Pi, that should have won. Um, But yeah, but Avatar shouldn't be nominated. I think that's not fair. That's that's all CG. You can make the most gorgeous sunset in cinematography. That's decidedly in in a computer. That's decidedly harder than finding
0: one and filming it in real life. You know. Yeah, I'm with you there. I just find it amazing (laughs) that. That double standard is, yeah, is out there. Top
3: Gun, I don't. I mean, that's nope, too nope. But it got a
0: production Simulator. design why, uh,
3: nomination. Yeah, it Avatar, make any sense. It,
0: like they've designed make any it in a computer,
3: right? Exactly. It's
2: yeah. I don't know again, how. I'm not saying that's not hard. I'm saying that's a different skill than actually production designing something in real life.
0: Right. Yeah. I, uh, I understand.
2: That. Once again, I know you've been beating this drum. Shane for a while, Shane works
0: in Hollywood, by the way, so he's coming from. He has a little bit of credibility here. He's not just some dude.
2: Same yeah, idea, I'm not so. just some random troll in a basement. Yeah. I, I promise. Yeah. I, kind
0: well, I of guess, know
1: what I'm talking about. <laughs> I guess Adult Studios in in the Valley are technically out of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Out of I mean, hey, yeah. their yeah. business is booming, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: Yeah. I'm still waiting for your audition tape. Um yeah. so, yeah, I mean, look, the other thing too, you guys have been beating this drum for a couple of years and I'm seconding as well. The one category that needs to be added to the Oscars is Best Stunt. Like just it's just yes. a singular category, but like some of the stuff that happens in Top Gun Maverick and like some of the other stunts you know, that happen in, in movies across cinema this year are like, like jaw dropping yeah. and they need to be recognized. The teams that work hard to do that jaw dropping stuff need to be recognized just as much as the costume designers and the cinematographers and the editors and all that stuff. Cause those guys are amazing technicians that, that make true movie magic, you know, mm-hmm.
0: totally agree with you. And they do have that category in the SAG awards, uh, stunt ensemble. is what they call it. And the nominees this year were Avatar, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda to Forever, Top Gun: Maverick, and The Woman King. Yeah, Jackass
2: so. Forever missing on that list. The the
0: stunts in that movie were, <laughs> you know,
2: well designed, well executed.
0: <laughs> Talk about best picture snubs. I mean, if we're being honest, you know, uh, that's uh, that's funny. So Babylon got costume design award as well or nomination, visual effects. Avatar, All Quiet on the Western Front, ba- Batman, Black Panther, Top Gun. I think it's between Avatar and Top Gun.
2: Avatar, just give it to Avatar and let's go home. Yeah. That's what that's what this category was <laughs> meant for, you know. <laughs> let's spend two minutes on this at the at the Academy Awards. Don't even, you know, no speeches. Just give it and go home.
1: I'm going to go ahead and predict that uh, Joe Lettieri, Richard Bainham, Eric Sandon, and Daniel Barrett, who are Going to win that for Avatar, we'll give the longest speech of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. to be able to bet on that.
0: Just wait till you see the next one. Thank you.
1: Oh gosh.
2: The next one's going to take place in a vault. Their heart
0: like is there. in the womb of the world. <laughs> one category that I did see that I, I thought was a straight snub, cr- cr- criminal in fact, that the Fablemans didn't get a best editing nomination. Because I thought the editing carried that one so much and mm-hmm. was such a heavy part of the storytelling impact of the story, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Got best picture nomination, best director. editing seems to be a big part of you know the process and uh but you know gotta gotta give Elvis the nod there. For that. I was, it was gonna one say, of the, the worst Oscar edited movies I've edits. ever yeah. seen in my life. I texted <laughs> you guys that I said this might be the worst edited movie I've ever seen, ever. Bohemian
1: yeah. yeah. Rhapsody all over again, man. They just, yeah. oh, I really think it's like it's just like quantity. Yeah,
2: if the award was for most, how many cuts there movie. are? Yes,
0: that's what it is. Yeah,
2: <laughs> quantity <laughs> yeah. of cuts.
0: It would be very near the top. Uh, I hope that doesn't win. But Everything Everywhere's editing was awesome.
2: The movie was so inventive that, yeah, I would I would hope that that, that gets the, the award mm-hmm. there is Everything Everywhere, yeah.
0: Let's do Supporting Actor, and then we'll do both the other ones. Uh, supporting Actor was Gleason for Banshees, Brian Ty- Tyree Henry for Causeway, which was an Apple TV movie. So they get the nom. Judd Hirsch for Fablemans. The one scene was enough to get him the nomination. <laughs> yeah. Then... Barry Ke- Barry Keoghan <laughs> for Banshees and K Huey Quan for Everything Everywhere. So I think it's between Everything Everywhere and Banshees, even though I yeah, love Judd crazy. Hirsch and Fablemans. Banshees meaning Brendan Gleeson. Sorry,
1: that's like yeah. the worst supporting actor category in a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong
1: because that's normally the one where it's like just five heaters, just
0: overflowing. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 This is. Which is good because it's a we have a pretty good supporting actress one this year, so yeah, it's good, about time we balance that out.
3: Yeah, Tyree Henry was a little bit of a surprise there. I thought he's pretty good in that, but uh, I don't think that was a low predicted one there. I think most people thought Paul Dano was going to get uh, yeah that's the nod there. I think he probably deserved it
1: for two roles
2: that he did this year that were incredible. Not just yeah. one either.
1: He's great. He's got Jalen Brunson though. So that's
0: true. How do you give? Sam Rockwell a nomination for that George W. And not give Edward Norton one for Glass Onion.
3: It's so funny. I don't understand. I like, these Rockwell are the things like I think about. So I'm like, much. how? What? It, yeah. Who's the? Sam Rockwell's one of my favorite actors. That performance sucks so bad. <laughs> you know, it's that it's thing, so though, of didn't he it's win the so year funny. before? I can't remember yeah, anymore. Yeah, for three billboards, right? Yeah, right. It was either that year or the year. I'd yeah.
1: love to see the yeah. data on that because that happens a lot of. Every, you win an Oscar, and then immediately everyone looks at everything you do through that lens mm-hmm. of this guy's an Oscar nominated right. kind of person. And so then, like, it's a lot easier to get that second one if it's right away, yeah. even if it's crap.
0: I'm willing That's to true. bet there was some slipping under the table kind of stuff going out for Vice in general that that year. That was a weird. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of a lot stuff lot of that stuff. shouldn't have been ever been nominated. I,
3: I would even that. say, I mean, beyond just like the, the, the potential of bribes it's because that's golden globe stuff can't not not the oscars um huh. but the <laughs> right i just think that 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 movie is is and we still fall into this every once in a while i don't i don't necessarily feel like it happened this year so kudos to the academy but the the confusion between quote-unquote important movie and a uh, good movie you know <laughs> just mm-hmm. really really sometimes Well, well this is a story that really needs to be told and uh, it's a director that has a lot. Of, like right, but it sucks. Like it's not very good, right. and so we don't have to. You don't and have no one to trusts say,
1: themselves too. They're like this was yeah. good, right? It right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in the yeah. I'm wrong, right? I hated right. it, but I
3: right. think I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's the Trumbo effect. You know, yeah. Is what we like to call it.
0: So, best actress and best supporting actress here. Uh, for best supporting actress, we had Angela Bassett for Black Panther. And that well, was on the go. wish list when we, when we talked yeah. about it and it happened.
3: She's so good, dude. She's yes. awesome. Yes.
0: Yes. She won the globe. So maybe, maybe she has some momentum there.
3: Yeah. I think it's happened.
0: Hong Chow for the whale, Carrie Condon mm-hmm. for the banshees, Jamie Lee and Stephanie Sue for everything everywhere.
3: I'm glad that Stephanie Sue got this nom. Cause I think Jamie Lee Curtis is really good in that movie, but I don't think she's, anywhere near as centrally important to the movie as Mm -hmm. as Hugh is. And so I'm I'm like I'm totally fine with both of them getting nominated. I would have been a little frustrated if it if it just ended up being Jamie Lee Curtis. So I think that was a good good way to do to to keep both of them on the list. Uh, This is a tough this is Angela Bassett's to lose, I think. Really? I would I feel like she's far and away the favorite. Man, I hope so.
0: Man, you guys need to get on in on nine one one. You yeah. Angela Bassett, completist. like yeah, me. Well,
1: I only do Lone Star,
2: and that's the thing. Won. Like she's awesome in that role, and I've you know, and 9-1-1- Angela Bassett I know. in like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe she, she is. Yeah, her and Rob Lowe. Um, she you know she she plays understated, right? It's not like. It's not like Viola Davis, where it's like Viola Davis usually plays these very intense characters. So it kind of feels like it's her speed. Angela stepped it up for her role in Wakanda Forever, and that was an incredible performance. You could not stop watching her; um, mm. she was just magnetic in that movie. So yeah,
0: my money it should be her. She's um, incredible. And best actress here: Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna Diarmas, Blonde, Andrea. Raysboro for two Leslie. Michelle Williams, the Fablemans. Michelle Yo, everything everywhere. Double Michelle's. Ah, man. I think it's between Michelle Yo and Kate. But Spielberg's going to give a big push for Michelle Williams in mm-hmm. his circles, I'm sure. So that's the uh, maybe the underdog. Yeah.
3: This is the only category where I, I like. I feel like I have beef. Because, hey, Michelle Yao is going to win this. She's mm-hmm. so good. She deserves it. She should win it. Um, Feels like it's it's hers going away. Kate Blanchett's great. And Tar. I love Michelle Williams and Fablemans. But I know that that's going to be a little bit of a divisive pull there. Because if you don't if you can't appreciate like the the kind of manic energy that she's bringing like you're gonna be like this is she's awful
2: yeah so. I, i'm firmly in that camp ryan i'm not saying she turned into bad performance i'm saying i hated that character and so from the mm. scene one i was like get off my screen i, sure. I can't stand yeah.
3: yeah yeah that's gonna be a thing for the um to leslie do y'all know the <laughs> do you know what the box office is for for to leslie no.
0: thirty thousand dollars
3: Okay, yeah, um, way under that one thousand four hundred dollars right now. um, no, no one, one just, saw this movie, yeah, I hate when the academy does like i'm not I'm not saying if there's a great performance in in any okay, cool, but like this movie is the most obvious campaigny kind of movie nomination that we've had in the post wine senior, like this is such a clear hey i'm friends with andrea riseborough or i'm f- like i'm represented by the same people they are she is or whatever so i'm gonna campaign for this little movie that literally nobody saw literally nobody could see this movie i hate that i hate when it happens hey, bro, and i finished blonde 27, today. Twenty-seven
1: thousand, man okay oh sweet awesome okay so kent news. was really close bro, i was close i'm um, sorry for fake yeah, news there
3: um I finished Blonde today. Anna D'Armus is freaking terrible and that movie is awful. Yeah. Awful. Like he's well, definitely bottom 3 movie of the year. We don't have to do this, guys. Like we don't have to say, "Well, she's playing a a big celebrity and well, she she got naked, you know, that's very brave." So, we have to No, I'm it's naked a right terrible now. movie and she's awful in it. We it's it's this is it's a joke. It's a joke. That those two are taking a spot from Viola Davis, in my opinion. It's a total joke. Yeah,
2: she gets naked, and it's brave. I do it, and it's offensive, and I have to leave Chili's. So, I, okay, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, look, I, my my take is I would push for Kate Blanchett for a couple of reasons. Number one, Kate mm. Blanchett is, bar none, one of, if not the greatest working actress today. It's unreal how sure. good she is. Um, She's just mm. phenomenal. And I think if Tar is going to stand to win any awards, it's going to be for her performance over anything else. I think that Everything Everywhere All at Once stands a good chance of winning Best Picture. And so while Michelle Yo is great in that movie, I think that – You know, if you're going to isolate one thing about Tar to award, it should be her performance. There's a dozen things that you can award everything, everywhere, all at once for. And Best Picture is a nice summary of all of those elements together. So I think Brian's right. I think it probably is going to be Michelle Yeoh. But I would firmly vote for Kate Blanchett here because she was Mm. amazing in Tar.
0: Should be an interesting ceremony. Like I said, we've got uh, about a month and a half here of of lead up until the actual ceremony. So if anything... Comes out, breaks, momentum shifts, all that kind of stuff. We'll be the first to talk about it here. But man, Woman King certainly feels very snubbish. Zero nominations, right? Ouch! Yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah. I just that got states. that on Netflix today too. I haven't watched it, but really I'm I, I hear it's
0: awesome. Yeah, it's, it was awesome. It was. It had everything, man. It was. Whew. That's a bummer.
3: Yeah. That doesn't make make a lot of sense to me. I don't know. Especially Viola Davis. That's like, I could, I could see it. Okay. Misses here. Misses there. But uh, that, that Viola Davis one doesn't, that's the one spot. Like I said, that I have, I have real beef. I think that's a, that's a pretty big miss up mess up um, given two of the the spots that are, they got taken. Yeah. That's not great. All right.
0: Well, there you go. There you have it. There's some Oscar talk for you. Before we reveal our end-of-year lists next week, place your bets and uh, make sure you're in the uh, appropriate, uh, I guess, geographic location to do do so. But um, bets are open until next week, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about it. It'll be fun. Follow us on social media, at MadAboutMovies, and talk to us on our Discord if you're a VIP. Batman Chain's in there, or... Benji of In the Shane is in there. And uh, Richard and I, everybody's in there. We've got letterboxed and all that. So find us, follow us, and uh, get ready for next week. I'm excited. Finally, we'll wrap up this year. Next week on That About Movies. We'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling toss salads and scrambled eggs.